Hello and welcome to Film Brocast, episode 19, where we will discuss three films by Greg Araki. Also, Luke is here. I forgot to do that part. Say hi. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I am also here. And I'm Logan. So anyways, back to what I was saying. So Greg Karaki has directed three movies in the 90s that are supposedly related, although they don't feel that related, to be completely honest. But they're called the Teen Apocalypse Trilogy. The films are, in order, totally effed up. I haven't decided if I'm actually going to say it or not. Like, we can, but I also, that would just increase the amount of swears a lot if we say the title a lot. Totally fucked up. That is the name of the the title is asterisk in it. It is asterisk. Totally F, asterisk, 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 C-K-S, up. Um, that's not even how it's spelled. Whatever. And um, the second one is uh, The Doom Generation. Um, I found a mini documentary on YouTube about the Doom shoot- shooter games called The Doom Generation. So that's cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so there you go. And then the third one's called Nowhere, which is certainly a movie, I think. So we're going to talk about all three. Uh, and we're going to start with the first one, of course. Um, so Greg Araki, uh, I know nothing about this guy other than that he's gay and that he's made a lot of movies, made a decent amount of weird indie movies, usually about gay. Um, that's kind of his thing. We are rec- we were going to, this, this would have been an, a Pride Month episode, but we wanted to get um, Spider-Man out. That took priority. So this is a late Pride Month episode, I think. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. the first... The second one's got some gay... No, I mean, the third one's got some gay stuff, and the second one's got some gay-ish stuff, although no full gay. But the first one's very gay. Um, actually, completely. Su- super gay movie. Um, yeah, directed that was like, the gay movie. Yeah, this one's the one that's gay. I assumed all three would be super gay, which actually isn't true. Yeah. But, so this is our gay... This is the gay one of the three. Although the third one has some gay-ish stuff. But yeah, and then we're gonna stop <laughs> having to really... Pointless, um, uh, whatever this is. I think we just said gay 50 times. Um, I'm also going to watch The Living End soon, by the way. Anyway, okay, totally effed up. That's the movie we're talking about. Okay, this, this nothing happens in the movie, really. It's kind of hard to talk about. Anyways, but I'm going to, before we get to the plot, starring James Duvall, who's in all three of these. And this one, I didn't notice it, but, the, but you will eventually find out he's basically channeling Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted, like completely. <laughs> Yeah. He's literally acting like Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted, but a little less goofy, but still kind of goofy. I don't even know if it's on purpose, to be I honest. Think it yeah. especially bleeds out in the second one, in the Doom Generation. Oh, for sure. Because he's playing a fully dumb character in that. Like, you can see it in the third yeah. as well, but the Doom Generation, he's supposed to be kind of stupid. There's a part where he goes and buys a yo-yo and stuff, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's supposed yeah. to be like a donor. So that one specifically, he is channeling Bill. Um, Bill S. Preston, Esquire. Um, I've seen that movie a lot. Anyways, <laughs> wait, I have to shave. Oh, whatever. I am so all over the place today. Um, I don't know why. And it's also starring Rocco Bellic, Susan Beshid, Jenny Gill, and Craig Gilmore. A lot of people are in this movie. Gilbert Luna and Lance May. I've never heard of any of them. Lance is important. He plays one of the more important characters, and he's only been in this movie. He plays Derek. He's like the sort of bald guy who gets beat up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, you start. What, what? What? What is even the plot? I guess it's a bunch of gay people having gay sex, right? That's basically the movie. Yeah, it's like and, um, 
it's like a pseudo documentary style. It's not docu- it's like oh, a documentary. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so there's um, it's not like super, but there's like um, like parts where it will go interlude. I'm sitting in front of a camera and like talking about yeah. certain subjects very briefly. It's not like this I'm a full on like office type thing. To fit it's not like a full mockumentary bro- style, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more. It's just kind of interludes to fit into yeah, the exactly. film broken lore. This film is have. There are parts of this film that are very inspired by Weekend, a film we talked about like a long time ago. And that is specifically the intercards. And I, it's not just like a speculation. I watched a video that's on Criterion where he directly said Weekend was an inspiration for the intercards in this movie. And the only intercard I can actually remember is Mel Gibson, homophobe, a-hole. That's the <laughs> only one that can find. Um, well, the film starts with some opening credits. So yeah, we basically described the plot. Bas- it's here. I'll just read the plot. It's gay, alienated Los Angeles teens. Have a hard time if their parents kick them out of their homes, they don't have money, their lovers cheat, and they're harassed by gay bashers. And to add to that personally, it's also during the AIDS crisis of the yeah. late 80s, early 90s, where, yes, most people who were getting AIDS happened to be gay men, which led to America kind of spinning that in a very negative way instead of just trying to help them, you know? It's like, yeah, oh, we it's get some interludes of them talking about that. Like, there's conspiracy theories that. Bring up yeah. about how it's like a government uh, main disease to like kill gay people and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. so that's definitely a big part of the movie. Yeah. So that that's another thing we should bring up. So yeah, it opens up, and it literally opens with the title card: "Another Homo Movie" by Greg Araki. Um, <laughs> so the film, and with all three of them, are unapologetically like him, and this one specifically unapologetically, every character is gay. None of them necessarily act quote unquote gay. Some of them do, some of them don't, like in the whole stereotypes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just every single, I don't think there's a single straight character in the movie. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't think not so. Not a single straight main character. There's like nope. the people that are bad. Might... But yeah, there's not a single straight main character. Yeah. So here, you start. Start talking. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of the big things about Greg Araki is just his style, um, like mm-hmm. his visual style with lighting and how he frames everything. I think yeah. that's one thing that's consistent across all three of these. Consistent, is that they all have amazing. Sure. But I'd say the next two have a much more. In- this one, it's not as noticeable at all. Oh, I mean, consistently good. But yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, consistently good. Yeah. I'm saying it's not noticeable that he has like there's like especially the next one and especially nowhere have very crazy set designs and he clearly got a bit of a better budget for those somehow. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot more going on. This one, not a lot's going on. Um, yeah, this one's just like teens wandering and experiencing things. Yeah. It's not really um comparable. Not. This is a weird comparison, but just bear with me. Look at think of the before trilogy, how there's not really a plot, it's just two people talking, right? This movie is like the same cut, just stuff kind of happens. It's a lot of teens wandering around, but there isn't a plot to the movie at all. Things happen, you get to know characters. There's some plots in parts like Derek and other guys, Derek and guy with weird accents um, relationship is sort of a plot point, I think. Plot stuff happens. There's a beginning, middle, and end sort of to that, right? Um, yeah. If you remember which characters I'm talking about, I don't know if you do. 
very vaguely, but it's well. There's the the bald guy who gets beat up, and he has a boyfriend who cheats on him. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. And then boyfriend becomes obsessed with him, right? Like like many relationship stories. Then there's the two lesbians who kind of don't really do anything. They're just kind of there. Like they really don't. They're not part of the story. They're just you know they're just there. You know with the rest of them. They're kind of like the moral compass people, I guess. The way I look at it, like they, like you know, they help everyone out. Yeah, it's just kind of a, it's just an ensemble cast of a bunch of gay people being gay in the '90s and having lots of gay sex and stuff. Like that's really all that happened. (laughs) I have a lot more to say about the other two. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) But yeah, here, say some things, Luke. Um. So I think specifically the gay aspects of this movie with like um how they are treated societally by like their parents and everything and you know so they get kicked out of their parents yeah. as I mentioned One of them they like at least some of them get a tr- some of the parents trying to send their kids to conversion therapy and stuff like that um, I didn't pick up on that I think it was just one person but I think they said that their yeah. um dad tried to make them go see Emma shrink to try and make them oh, for sure. straight. So I'm assuming that's like some conversion therapy thing. But yeah. um so yeah, and those elements of this movie are incredibly interesting, I say. Um just that those specifically, it really is captivating yeah. to see how they go through their day-to-day life with their struggles, especially in that era. Mm-hmm. It is an entertaining movie. Like I'm not bored during it. Um yeah. like it's not aimless it's just why do we always end up with these kinds of movies we're talking about which we're terrible at talking about (laughs) like we're awful we need to do more stupid ass franchise spider-man movies and shit like this is too just too intellectual for us i i will say one thing though and this Mm -hmm. is why this is probably actually my least favorite in the trilogy oh easily shit i hope you can't hear that um my, why it's probably my least favorite in the trilogy is because um, this movie to me, I'm not gonna say it's boring, but I'd say without like the specifically gay aspects to it, it's not very entertaining to me. Like character dynamics and stuff like that didn't really captivate me like they did in the other two. For sure, the second movie has interesting the interesting character dynamics, and the third movie has the crazy wacky visuals and weird jokes and stuff, right? Yeah. And- High aspects. So, um, which I certainly wasn't expecting to say during this episode when I started. Um, I was forget to that. Goddamn. Um, yeah, but this one, we don't really have anything to say, clearly. Um, we have a little bit to say. It's good, and you should watch it, especially if you're interested in seeing, like, a very earnest, very angry depiction of someone, a gay person in the 90s trying to deal with it and put it out as a film. So I'd say it's definitely worth watching, and it's a good movie. But I don't have anything to say outside that, you know? We should totally do, but I'm a cheerleader at some point. I don't know. Maybe that episode will rival this episode for the most gay. Most times we (laughs) said gay on Filmbroadcast. Drinking game. Filmbroadcast drinking game. Take a shot every time we said gay in the first (laughs) 10 minutes of this episode. (laughs) Um, Logan, influencing alcohol intoxication to our Cool, you man. can do it with Pepsi, although I did that one time with Fast and the Furious, and I just had a stomach ache. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe do it with like Coke Zero or something. 
<laughs> Either way, you're not going to feel well at the end of it. So. No. At your nope. own risk, no, that you know? You might throw up. Water. Drinking game with water. We must Hydration, very important. Yeah, it'll be, you'll be hydrated and you'll have a fun time. Win-win situation, okay? Can't go wrong. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on um, to the Doom generation. Anyways, uh, okay, so this one, um, I'll let you take it away with the plot synopsis. Oh, um, so this I'm movie follows... <laughs> this movie follows... Um, I... I'm trying to remember her character names, um, but I, I got Jamie it right here. Du- oh, Amy Blue, Jordan White, and Xavier Red. Okay, so Amy and Jordan are basically just going throughout their day, like all the other movies. It's just like a teen mm-hmm. wandering around, but then they find a guy named Xavier. He's getting his. Hold ass on, let's back. Up. No, actually, no. Go ahead. I'll let you do this, and then we'll talk back. All right. Um, so they come across Xavier, and I believe he's getting his ass kicked. And so they bring him in their car to try and help him get away. And, like, he's a very wild character, kind of a dick mm-hmm. to Amy, eventually yeah. to the point where um, he gets kicked out of the car. And they go to a convenience store. And um, what happens is really weird. This is where, like, the movie, you know, the plot gets set in action. Is they forget their wallet in the car, so they try and leave to get their wallet. And the uh, store clerk just pulls out a shotgun and is, like, going to shoot them. Yeah, it's, it's like, like they, <laughs> they just need their wallet. And he's just, like, no. And he has a shotgun. And then Xavier comes out of nowhere, fends the guy off, and accidentally blows his head off. And yeah. that's basically – they're basically just going through trying to avoid getting arrested as they go around and kill a bunch more people on accident. So it's, it's, I'm pretty sure, like, all of them are accidents besides the ending. But, you know. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it as we talk about the movie. We have a lot to say. Or at least I have a lot to say. So let's yeah. first talk about um, one thing. This movie, we did not watch the original version of this film. Um, we watched the cut-down version to give it an R rating. And at first... I thought it was just like they cut out a bunch of titties, but apparently they cut out a lot more than that. They cut out full conversations and stuff. Yeah, and the reason we watched this was because the unrated version, I believe, isn't available quickly anywhere. I'm assuming you have to like buy it. I think it's available on DVD that's not even in print. Like, there is no way to find it. Yeah, unfortunately. But but. yeah, so this movie had, so they got 11 minutes cut, and there's full intro, there's like even a funny joke just all sorts of shit. And um, at the end of this specific discussion, I have, a, I'll bring up what I find the most interesting. We'll go through some of the differences. I have them here um, in text. Oh, sorry. I got... Okay, anyways. So, um, yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, this movie is really great uh, um, and messed up. Um very messed up once, especially at the end. We never gave a spoiler warning, so I'm going to actually just insert one at the beginning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Probably for the best. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, just just I just saw this at the top. One of the shots they removed is Xavier pinching his pinching his nipple. So they were they they were really really 
that's apparently that's X-rated material there. Um, that maybe it's like one tiny you know what, nipple just barely pushed it over the line. Yeah, well, that there's a lot of stuff cut out, but that yeah, a lot of these are a lot of it is just sex is longer, like uh, Xavier looking sperm off his hand, shit like that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. The movie. So, yeah, it's a Thelma and Louise type thing. I guess, you know, on the run. Um, this one's not gay very much. There's a little bit of gay undertones, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Or it's overtones. not as direct. It's more, um, there's like more like between Jordan and Xavier. Yeah, but, but they never actually do anything. Yeah, exactly. They don't kiss or even fuck. God damn it, Greg Araki, you're betray- you're betraying your own self. Hey, hey, they had a threesome together <laughs> near the end. They did. They did have a threesome. I bet that was much longer. Yeah, maybe maybe in the R rated cut they cut out some. More maybe they cut out from the movie. I wouldn't even be surprised by that. To be Honestly, honest, yeah. Maybe they just maybe there was like a passionate kiss that they cut. Considering they cut a nipple pinch, it wouldn't surprise me. And I mean a yeah. male nipple pinch, mind you. Anyways, not that it matters, but it does to the MPAA. Okay, what's the movie about? So yeah, they're just kind of going around and they keep accidentally killing people. Um, they're kind of punk characters more so this time. Um, I'd say. Uh yeah. Amy just swears and is mean and angry at literally everyone. She's like the most <laughs> negative person in the universe. Um, she's played by Rose McGowan, who's actually a known actress. So we actually have a known actress in this one. Um, she makes a cameo in Nowhere. Actually, a lot of known people make cameos in Nowhere for like two seconds. <laughs> um, like, I didn't see that cameo. Or notice it, at least. She was, I think, she was one of the models Oh, okay. That are on the beach for like two seconds in like the leopard bikinis. Yeah, that's how they. Um, if you watch the credits, they show all, they show what all the cameos were. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like like think yeah, but like Christina Applegate randomly appears at one point, who I think is pretty known. Like, there's a bunch of celebrities randomly cameo in that movie. I'm looking to see Heather Graham randomly cameos in it. Denise Richards. No, sorry. Rose McGowan played one of the weird girls at the bus stop. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyways, back to what we're talking about. You talk about new generation. Again, I'm having a little no thoughts empty issue here. Um, well... This one is um, the visual style for this one, since we talked about that first, the last one. Um, yeah. It has, these all have a natural progression of going more and more into Iraqi style. So, more bonkers. Yeah. So Delhi F'd up's like the most tame. Then this one amps it up a tiny bit. And mm-hmm. it has, um, especially with the ending, I think that's probably like the most standout scene visually for me. I'd say visually the most standout scene is the checkerboard room with the checkerboard towels. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one's, yeah uh, that's one a- of the hotel rooms is literally black and white checkerboards. Literally everything. The towels, the lamp, 
her clothing, everything. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And for sure, like, the lighting they mess with in, the, in this film specifically um, is very interesting to me. I think it just looks really nice, fits the tone very well. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, I'm having trouble um, today. There's, there's, yeah. it's very funny as well. This is, um, I don't know if it's primarily be considered a comedy, but this is definitely a very, very funny movie. There's like a bunch of um, yes. jo- running jokes throughout the film, such as everything yeah. causing, uh, costing six sixty six dollars. Yeah, everything um, costs dollars sixty six cents. Literally everything. Yeah, they buy. <laughs> like every single time the store clerk's like. Yeah, um, it's great. Like literally every, no matter what what it is they're buying, and they are yeah. a lot of different. So let's go over because I'm trying to remember. Let's go over every single death in this movie because there's a lot actually. I'm, I think there's like four or five, if not more, especially if you count the end. Yeah. Um, so there's, let's, let's um, talk about it. There's the store clerk owner. So there's yes. that. Then there's... That's weird. He's got like green pus coming out of his mouth and his head comes oh. off. Yeah, after his head comes off, he continues talking and like yeah. pus is coming out of his it, mouth and it's wild. In the unrated version, there's a lot more with that that they cut out. They cut out a lot of that scene. Oh, yeah. And then I've also heard that. So there's after that, the, um, his wife kills their children and herself. And I heard in the unrated version, they also, um, they also had a lot more of that in there as well. Yeah, well, here is um, an exchange from the unrated version. Um, hold on, where to go? Okay, so this, I don't know why they would ever cut this out. This is, this is beautiful writing. So they're talking about Xavier's tattoo. Amy says, what's it a picture of? Can't you tell? It's Jesus. Why the hell would you have Jesus tattooed on your dick? So people, when I'm boning them, can say I've got Jesus inside I don't know why they would cut out such Shakespearean writing. That's such a beautiful line. Like, I'm so disappointed they cut that out. I'm legit. It's, like, terrible. I'm not going to lie. That line's so dumb, but I kind of wish it was in it. Yeah, I I love that line. It's dumb, but it's beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's dumb in a beautiful way. Anyways, okay, so... Yeah, so they go on their little road trip. They go to a bunch of hotel rooms and keep killing people. Let's keep talking about the kills. What happens after? <laughs> he calls it a road trip. Like it's just like a fun getaway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <a> road trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not wrong. Peanut. I think his name's Peanut. Um, right? Is that the guy who works at the fast? The food guy chain? who works at the fast food chain. I think he's at the beginning as well. Right? Yeah, I think that's his food. name. That sounds right. Um, no, no, it is Peanut. It says that on here. I'm just making sure that's the right guy. Yeah. So um, he becomes really obsessed with her, and he also has a shotgun for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is another As- running joke throughout the thing. It's everyone keeps confusing Amy for, like, their ex or their girlfriend. So And then they all have shotguns for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so there's the fast food guy, Peanut, and he thinks it's his ex, and so he's mm-hmm. like, why would you leave me? And she's like, I have no clue who you are. Get alive. And he's like, why would you do this to me? I love it. And then, like, <laughs> they just, he pulls out a shotgun in the middle of the fast food. Because, like, they're at a drive Sorry, that wasn't and Peanut. Then... That's another guy. Oh, it's not. Yeah, no, it's, uh, his name is Carnal Burger Cashier. 
Oh, so he doesn't actually <laughs> have a name. <laughs> no. Well, um, yeah, basically, he just then pulls out a shotgun in the drive-thru and just starts shooting at them, and they just quickly drive away. Yeah, then but they end up Later, killing. he s- somehow tracks them down at, like, yeah, the yeah, hotel. Yeah. And, and then, oh, once yes. again, and... Xavier accidentally, with the shotgun, shoots his arm off. And then I guess yeah. he bleeds out, because later they say he died. Yeah. So, Xavier, and so let's talk about this. So, Ro- uh, Amy Blue and Jordan are dating... And they oh, have yeah. sex a few times. And the first time in a bathtub, while Xavier watches and apparently pinches his nipple. I wish I knew that. It's such important information. <laughs> um, but then she also has sex with Xavier a lot. There you go. That's all you need. It just happens a lot. Anyways, so what's next? There's so many freaking people dying in this movie. Um, um, I'm trying. I feel like next is the ending, but I feel like they're missing something. I think there's one more person who gets shot. Hold on. I'll look through the cutout parts, because it will probably be in there somewhere. Uh, Should I just go on and talk about the ending while you do that? Yeah, yeah, do that. Um, So, for the ending, what happens is there's, like, these American nationalist Nazi people, like, they have, like, swastikas drawn on their chest, like, red paint slash blood. And, and like, them. they lay out um, the American flag, start playing the national anthem, and then they just, like, so everyone, they've had everyone, uh, they have um, Xavier, Jordan, and Amy all tied up, and, like, it's implied they're about to rape Amy. And then they, they go do. to Jordan, because he makes a your mom joke. Well, not a joke, yeah. but, like, it's supposed to be an insult. <laughs> but um, it's basically then, a mo- your mama joke. Yeah, basically. And then he grabs like shears, chops Jordan's dick off, and then it goes then, nuts. Yeah, like and she itself just, goes nuts. Yeah, and she freaks out, and then she gets killed too, right? Um, no, I think what happens is um, it so this scene is very messy on purpose, but it's yeah. very messy because there's flashing lights and you can hardly tell what's going on at the end. But what mm-hmm. I understood, because in the end, Amy and Xavier are both alive, what I understood is after he drops the shears, after cutting off Jordan's dick, Amy somehow escapes, grabs the shears, and kills all the Nazis. Okay. Because like there's like a bunch of them screaming in blood, and then you just see like Amy like, yeah, it's very it's a very confusing ending, because then immediately they just cut to Amy and Xavier in a car driving. Like, just casually, as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends. It's <laughs> You're right, you're right. That goes nuts. That goes all flashing and crazy. It seems, I don't yeah. even know what happened. It's not the craziest ending out of these movies, um, but it's still pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to need someone else to... I'm going to need uh, Luke here to help maybe explain some of that movie to me, because I was kind of drifting off a little, not going to lie. Not that it was boring. I was just distracted. Um but yeah, this one's good. What else happens? So we talked about all the deaths. So yeah, that's oh. about it. They have a lot of sex. They kill a bunch of people by accident. Keanu Reeves. There's one more thing I want to mention. It's another like joke, running joke throughout the movie in the background. Mm-hmm. There's all these like posters in the stores, like yeah. in every single store they go into. It's like a guy with a gun and saying like, or something along the lines of if you shoplift, you get shot or something. Like just there's yeah. no um, warning, no calling cops. You're just immediately mm-hmm. dead. I just want to say, there's there's a man in this who is also in Pauly Shore is dead. So we gotta 
got to keep bringing that into the film film <laughs> film broadcast floor. Just wanted to um, say that movie is not directed by Fred Durst, like we said. It's directed by Pauly Shore himself, the legend. Oh. The legend from the movie Encino Man. Um, but it's got a cameo from like so many people. Well, well, we have, you know, we have to freaking do that, right? It's gonna, we gotta reference it at least three or four more times to the point where it becomes a running joke, and then we'll do it. Okay, anyways. <laughs> this movie, um, what is in it? It's got a good soundtrack. All three of these movies have cool soundtracks. Yeah. You know, not alternative music you wouldn't regularly hear. Um, nowadays, it's probably been forgotten. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Always love, yeah. always love to hear that, right? In any movie. Yeah. You, you, you got anything else? Um. Uh, there's oh um, I I wrote down something. It's just we're gonna get into smart stuff, except not really because I'm not actually gonna go into detail. But um, mm-hmm. so with the themes of this movie. It's all like basically um about um treatment of uh like adult treatment of uh these new generations and uh you know with yeah. totally effed up as like totally gay people but all of them are like about the new generation in general and yeah so totally effed up I think did a good job at handling the subject and I think nowhere did as well but I feel like um just personally the Doom Generation tackled the subject and all of it incredibly well compared to the other two. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell the point of Nowhere was, if I'm going to be totally honest. <laughs> I'm really just confused me. I guess that's Nowhere our uh, transition now. Yeah. It just, the movie looks incredible. It is one of the most interesting visually films I've seen in a while. Um, there's like this one guy in that room that just says, I don't care about your shit or something like that. There's that great shot, which is in our thumbnail that um, Aaron, I mean, Briar made, where he's like holding the cross that looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. There's aliens <laughs> or reptilians or something. Yeah, it's like. like what, what is this movie about? It, this one's like um, totally out of stuff in the way where it's kind of just aimless teens wandering enjoying slash enjoying not really them. enjoying life as they just go to parties and encounter like you said the reptilians um, I, I can't get over that shit holy crap <laughs> okay so it opens with a really long scene of James Duvall masturbating and James Duvall shows his butt I'm going to estimate 10 times in this movie he really <laughs> Greg Araki or James Duvall, one of the two, really wanted people to see his ass. This is going to be a short episode. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's how it opens. And he's having fantasies about a bunch of characters who re- later appear in the movies. Now let's talk about the character names. Okay, we got Dark. Our main character's name is Dark. And his girlfriend, Mel, Mel B. Um, I don't know why I said Mel B. Then we None got her friend, people. Lucifer. Her friend, Lucifer, Yes. And the guy he that he sort of has hots on named Montgomery. Yeah. You got Dingbat, Egg, Bart. Well, Bart's normal. Right. Cowboy. One of the guys' name is Handjob. Like, why? <laughs> Ducky Elvis? This is nuts. It's got some great names. Yeah, specifically Lucifer, who no one 
like Sushi's really annoying. That's the point. Oh, I, I got my no one likes Sushi's in Scary Movie too. Anyways, so um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I hate that movie. Okay, so say things. Woo! Broadcast uh, episode. Not gonna lie. <laughs> this is this might be the best episode we've ever produced. Okay, then we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Carson um, Runquist, top review. Shout out to the lizard. He seems chill. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> I mean, going nuts tonight. God damn. I guess there's, since we just talked about visuals, and I know we've already talked about it, but just very briefly, once again, great visuals continue, by huh? Gregor Aki. Um, yes. Logan said, this is like some of the most interesting visuals I have seen in a minute. So, yeah. Very great. Yeah. Uh, visual style and i think this is really where style like shines the best yeah i'm interested to see where he goes from here because after this movie he made a couple more that are really well known and then he kind of everything else he made isn't really well known at all and no one really talks about like yeah. he, after this one he did um he did mysterious skin and smiley face and then all the other movies he made no one talks about ever yeah, those were the only two of his that I saw that he made that, like, I've ever heard of. The rest, mm. I don't think, like, I've ever heard anything no, about. Or obscure. Like, never heard of White Bird in a Blizzard or Kaboom? Yeah. Hex Kaboom! <laughs> Starring a bunch of people I've never heard of. You got Splendor? That was in 1999. Oh. Splendor. Looks boring. Um, yeah, there you go. that's about it. And Mysterious Skin is his most well-known by a lot. Yeah. I'm very excited to watch that. You're definitely going to try and check out um, Mysterious Skin soon as after watching these three. Mysterious Skin, Smiley Face, and The Living End. I want to watch all three of those. Specifically, yeah. I'm gonna watch. probably going to watch The Living End. I'm going camping. My watch it while I'm camping. That one also seems like a goofy uh, road trip movie, like uh, the Doom Generation. Um, okay, so nowhere. I don't know what happens in this movie. It's just so freaking nuts. So like James Duvall is walking around, and then and he just sees a reptilian alien man across the street. This is like halfway through the movie, I think. Then later on, he's playing hide and seek, and Montgomery gets like kidnapped by the alien and then at the end Montgomery just appears in his house he's like yo I'm back and then he freaking turns into a bug he, like freaking he doesn't just turn into I'm yeah like, like he explodes and a bug comes out of him like yeah he's like yo and I'm then out just of ends. Here. and then he leaves and then it ends like what I don't get yeah, what the like, point was nine out of ten <laughs> <laughs> I do not get That's it nine I, out of ten that is what I gave it <laughs> I don't get it but I liked it <laughs> There's like so many things. It's a, there's um, a full on scene where there's um, like a full on section where some girl, she who has like bulimia or however you pronounce it, and she is uh, in a bathroom and yeah. some celebrity oh, yeah. walks in it- in the middle of like her peeing after she vomited. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they like they start going on a walk and they, she goes back to his place. And suddenly it turns super dark and, like, he tries to, like, rape her. And you're like, oh, no, my God. God. And Very like, much does. It's really fucked up scene. Really hard to watch. Yeah. If you make... Here, here, here's the thing. 
if a filmmaker rapes a, makes a rape scene, it's not hard to watch. Then that's a bad filmmaker. Like it's really, I can imagine it would be very difficult to like say, okay, I'm going to put a rape scene in and not make the viewer uncomfortable. So I think it's almost that. impossible for that. That I don't think so. I feel like some people could be so abysmal that they make it like funny or something. Oh God, yeah, no, you know, you're right. Yeah, um, I no one example. thing. Continue. This is really hard to watch. Kind of unrelated, but one thing that I really hate that this movie definitely mm-hmm. didn't do is movies that like really make it a pointless to have that addition because there's like a level that you have to reach where it has to feel like purposeful. Otherwise, it's just I like, didn't feel very purposeful. Tell me what was the point of it in this movie? Um, well, I mean, purposeful is in it actually like serves the plot. Um, okay. which well, what, happened? what happens is she goes home and then. She kills herself because you know she just got. Oh yeah, I ripped. forgot. And that. then her brother tries to kill himself mm. by like jumping mm. in the pool after his dad tells him, and then like someone, it it, it just oh, kind of alters yeah. the hell within that family. That scene's cool. The whole end party scene is nuts. People just start having sex and stuff, and there's like a kid there who, by the way, his car gets stolen by like these random people. Like they just come oh and like, God, "Where yeah. are the Ataris? We're stealing your car!" And then they do, and then they leave, and that's it. Like, what? What is that? Yeah, I, this movie is so I just realized they never come back. Like, I they just realized they're literally in a never brought up again. I don't know who they are. I just know they're the Ataris. <laughs> God damn this movie! I and love it. One drug dealer that just gets murdered in the end party, or I think that's in the end party. In yeah, life. yeah. Or there's the it's part just... where where uh, Reeves is peeing in the bathroom, and like there's just a guy throwing up blood in there, and he just kind of pushes him aside. Yeah. <laughs> and just like ignores him. Then... then he just takes a piss, and then the other girl comes in, and she ignores him as well, and they just talk like nothing's happening. But there's literally a guy puking up his own freaking guts. Yeah. What is happening? I... I recommend all three of these movies. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, for sure. They're nuts. Especially if you're into weird, like, 90s indie shit, which I know me and Luke both very much are. We love, like, 90s indie scene is something we definitely gotta touch on more in the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe ones with a little more plot we can talk about and not just be confused the whole time, which always <laughs> happens. We need to talk about more literal films in the future. We're really bad at these kinds of films. I'll never, re- I'll never forget the weekend discussion. Oh my god. The greatest <laughs> episode. Just us oh trying to figure out the plot for what 40 happened? minutes. Okay, what, wait, what happened? I don't remember what happened. Anyways, Dude, that was I've... 10 out of 10. <laughs> Peak. As you can tell, we're having trouble talking about these because we keep going off topic, but that's okay. Who cares? <laughs> like, seriously, who actually cares? <laughs> um, what else? I mean, very I true. It's just nuts. I didn't, and I was just kind of out of it when I watched it, so it's like, I don't know what to yeah, say. No. This movie is probably my second favorite of them. I just, the probably the reason why I like totally I like the least well. is just because it doesn't have as much because that's what I think I love the most about this trilogy it doesn't have as much surreal elements like the Doom Generation and uh, um, Nowhere Had like they have all like these wacky yeah. like crazy things that happen that I feel like um, totally effed up well it's good it's, it's just more it's kinda, grounded not that's not like a bad thing but it's just more grounded and I'm like I'm not really going to remember I'm not really going to remember um, totally effed up where I am definitely yeah. going to 
with the Doom generation and nowhere for a while. Yeah, exactly. Like thinking back, I can think of a bunch of scenes from nowhere in the Doom generation, but I think I, I can. I don't think I can think of like any more than one or two scenes. Enough though, totally but I also want it more recently than you. Yeah, yeah. But all three of them are really good, and they're all worth a watch. So please go and watch them. This is a short episode, but there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Um, yeah. Nice and easy to listen to. Um, we'll talk a little more though, but you know, whatever. But yeah, this is good. I like so nowhere. It's just nuts. I don't. It's hard to. I feel like on a rewatch, I could say more. Um, as of right now, we have literally no idea what we're gonna do next week. We've had plans for a while, and we got through those plans, and now we kind of we're kind of open to whatever. We do have yeah. a big, our big Michael Bay plan, which I don't want to do yet. I want to save that. Yeah. We also got the Fast and Furious movies on the. That's another one we'll do, but again, for next week, obviously we'll have yeah, a week yeah. to watch whatever. So we'll, we'll after this episode, me and Luke will actually decide. So maybe I can, if the movies are on Netflix, I can download them and watch them while we're camping. So I'll let you know. Um. Yeah, that's our episode. This episode's just about forty minutes, like 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 the classic original three episodes. Um, classic. We're going back to the golden days. We're going back to the golden when I days. wasn't here three year ago. Yeah, frick you, get out of here. <laughs> Amen, the greatest co-host of all time, and also Killian, right. I guess. <laughs> wow. Amen. Uh, the second Amen left, it was and it was all downhill. Yeah, second Amen left was. When and the audio quality was actually listenable, that's when it went down. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that was mean. <laughs> Don't take that seriously. We are just stalling now. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to our shortest episode since the Killian days. Um, yeah, but not the yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Hopefully, if you liked what we said, you'll watch them. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.